First of all, <coughs> I thank for the invitation to come speak here. Thank Mrs. Gottlieb and everyone for coming. <coughs> and when I come to speak, so I look at the signs and see what, uh, what I'm supposed to speak about. And today the topic is Avir de Eretz Yisrael. Well, for sure, it makes my mouth water. Where's <laughs> Hashem going back to Eretz Yisrael uh, at the end of the week? Huh? Yeah. Bezer Hashem, we hope. And Chazal tell us, Avira, there is Israel Machim. The Avira of Eretz Israel, the air, the space of Eretz Israel, just to live in Eretz Israel, Machim. This brings to the person Chochmah, brings him, gives him Seichel. Now, it's a known fact that there's a mitzvah to live in Eretz Yisrael and it's very special zechus to be in Eretz Yisrael there's a concept called Arba Amitz for Eretz Yisrael now the Goyen of Vilna I know it's said in other, other great Tzvarim but I saw it myself in the Goyen of Vilna in Dadera Sadeyo I think it's the beginning of Pasha Shmois and he says that Arba Amitz al Haloche when someone is finding himself in a base medrash, in a place where people are learning Torah, it has the quality of Avir Eretz Yisrael. In other words, just like Eretz Yisrael is very, very special, it's the, it's the land that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Becher picked out that his Shechina Kaviochel is in Eretz Yisrael. The same way when a, when a Yid sits and learns Torah, so not only does he have the midst of learning Torah, but he actually is Makadish the atmosphere that he dwells in. And the Arab Amos al-Locha, he says, is like a vir there to Israel that has the same quality of, of Arab Amos and there to Israel. So therefore, you people also, when you're at home and sitting and learning, so one of the, the family members sit and learn Torah, so you're in a vir to Israel, you go to Shabbos and Shul and Zabish Medrash where people learn Torah. So you also have a vir there to Israel. Now, what I'd like to discuss at this moment which I think is uh, is, uh, is really, it's not the Etzim the, the of Vida Israel, but it's something which I think is the Indian, the Indian, but it's, it's, um, it's a good place, a good way to start off this Indian. The whole concept that a person is in a certain atmosphere, it does something for him. Now we know, that the most important thing is what you do. When you do a mitzvah, you have schar, and the mitzvah brings brings interest you. You absorb with kedusha, with tyra, with greatness, and the mitzvah changes the person. But now here we find a concept that just the atmosphere that a person is in, this itself has an impression on him. And it's very famous. Chazal tell us on the great Rabbi Shua ben Chananya, who was from the greatest greatest of Tanoim, that was set upon him Ashrei Iladetoy. Praised is the one who gave birth to him because his mother, when he was a little baby, used to take him, put his cradle in the Bismedrish, so his ears should observe Torah. And that's what made him the greatest Tana. In his generation, probably he was probably almost the greatest Tana. Just the fact that he absorbed an atmosphere of Torah, even though he was a baby, he's an infant, he didn't study the Torah, but he absorbed an atmosphere of Torah. And we can understand 
that if you live in an atmosphere of Torah, of Yiddishkeit, of Kedusha, of Torah, which is really the essence, the simple essence of the mitzvah of Aliyah Ret Leregel. There's a mitzvah in the Torah, Shalosh Palma Shona, Yerokal Zechurchos, Pnei Hashem Three times a year, every Yid was obligated to go to the Beis HaMikdash. And besides the Korbanis he brought in the Beis HaMikdash, he, 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 he really absorbed the atmosphere of Yushalayim, of the Koyanim, of the Levim, of the, of the Chachomim. Like it says in Yushalayim, just by being in the atmosphere, you absorb Kedusha. Now it's self-evident and it's obvious that the same is vice versa. When you're in an atmosphere of Tumit, when you live in a place where all around you, even though you don't participate, you don't participate, you're a tzaddik, you live your own world, you do your maizim, and you train your children, and your children are tzaddikim, and they go to Cheder, they go to Besankif, and they really only, only uh, delve themselves and, and practice only good deeds and everything else. But there is a hashpa of Avira. If there is a quality called Avir there is Israel, then there is a non-quality called Avir there is Amim. And we know that Chazal t- taught us that the, that, that the time of the Mishnayis, a little before the Mishnayis, goes through Tumal Eretz Amim. That, halakhically speaking, they created, Chazal said that if you just are in the, in Eretz Amim, any place besides Eretz Israel, there is a certain Tumim. You become Tameh, and if you have to go back to Eretz Israel, and you want to go into the base of Migdash, you have to be Tevil. And it's a big halachic problem. It's a big halachic problem. What head do we have today for Kohanim to go to travel from Eretz Yisrael to Chutzlaret? Whatever the case is, for sure, we're not going to, we're not discussing this halachically at this moment. But we know there's a concept called Avir de Eretz Amim. The atmosphere of Eretz Amim. Which we all, at this present moment, well, I wouldn't say that at this moment, Mamish, we're all in Avir Eretz Israel. We're in Abraham's Shalalocha. But we walk down 13th Avenue, we walk, we, we walk down the, the, the streets, and we live in this country, and there's a lot of Tumah. A lot of Tumah. This is a, this is a very, we, we live in a generation where, where the, the humanity is degraded to the lowest madriga, and you could, you, the, the air is full of Tumah. If it's advertisements, if, the, if it's, the, the, if it's uh, something which we don't have contact with television or radio or, or newspapers or magazines, it's, it, you can cut the tongue with a knife. And it's important for us to know that even if we don't participate with this tumor whatsoever, just like there is a concept called Avir Deretz Israel, there's a concept called Avir Deretz Amim. And just like the atmosphere of Kedusha we absorb by nature, even without participating, the same way the atmosphere of Tumah we absorb even without participating. And it's important for us to know this and to try to find a way how to save ourselves from this problem. Now I don't have to describe to you how many tragedies we know of, of, the, of the most most beautiful people, the children or even older than children, that, that go and that, that Mamash had the best, most beautiful, wonderful chinuch. And uh, today, today so many so many tragedies that the children fall out, and the younger children, older children, we see sometimes we see children, he has no cheshek. We see our children, we all, we, we all know what it's about, and we all have these problems. And it's important for us to know, it's a situation that we live in, there's such a thing that's called Avir there, it's Israel. Such a thing that's called Avir there, it's Amim. And today in Eretz Israel also, there's a lot of Avir there, it's Amim. A lot of Tumen Eretz Israel. All over Eretz Israel. 
Now, <clears throat> let me let me try to explain what what this what this is, is means for us. In the physical world that Hashem created, Hashem created a physical world. It's very interesting that if you if you have a, let's say a clean house and you go out on vacation, no one was in the house. The house was completely unoccupied. And you go on vacation, and you come ba- back two months later. And no one was in the house, no one made anything dirty. You open the door, by nature everything is dirty, everything is dusty. Who made it dusty? That's the nature. If you take something and you just leave it, just leave it. You don't interfere. You don't do anything to ruin it. Just the fact that it is standing in Hashem's world, Hashem created a situation, it will become dusty. A person who just, who doesn't, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't dirty himself. He's careful with his hands and careful with himself and doesn't go into anything which, which makes him unclean. Just for the fact, as time will go on, he will become unclean. He'll become dirty. If someone doesn't shower for a certain amount of time, then he, he's, he, he, he's, he's not clean. He should be... He, He's dirty. So here we see a nature in physical world that in order to keep yourself clean, it's not enough just to say, you know, I'm not going to make myself dirty. You have to shower and wash and scrub and dust and always keep on cleaning and cleansing and cleansing or else all the dirt will stick to you by nature. When it comes to Ruchnius, it's important for us to know spirituality. It has the exact same nature. Let me bring one example, which which, I, which we'll find in this forum, and then we'll bring all kinds of examples. Mosiel Sisharim brings a posik, and the Mosiel Sisharim speaks about the union of Gezel. The union of Gezel. How 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 it's how a person should not steal. Now, none of us over here steal. I don't think anybody in this audience, including myself, Baruch Hashem, I never took a gun, I went to a gas station, I made a hold-up. Did anybody of you ever do that? Absolutely not. I never broke into someone's window and stole, stole money. We don't steal. We Baruch Hashem, religious Jews people, we don't steal. And here the Messiah Sashon brings the Pasek. The Pasek says, Eev was describing his Tzitkis, and he says, Im Yidbak biyodai mu'um. Did anything, mu'um means anything. He was saying, I'm a tzaddik. He was complaining to Hashem. Hashem brought around him Yisurim. And he was describing his tzitkis. And he said one of the things about himself. He says, In nidbak ma'um. Did anything ever stick to my hands? And Mr. Shem says, this passage teaches us. That when Hashem created human hands. By nature, human hands have glue on them. Just by living in Hashem's world. Things stick to your hands. By nature you steal. What does it mean you steal? You don't break into anybody's house. But, you know, all kinds of little things. You, 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 you lend from someone, you borrow from someone two dollars and you forget it. You go into a store, you pick up something, and you, and, and, you know, and then the baby starts crying and you drop it. And, you know, and it's a little damaged. Eh, Mr. Thomas doesn't bother, you know, you're embarrassed to go to the storekeeper, not go to the storekeeper. Sometimes you throw something out of the window and you didn't realize it damages someone. It's Zayla. And as Israel, you know, 
Here in America, usually the people don't pay for water by meter. Don't pay for water by meter. Over here, it's a water tax. I don't know how it is today. In my time, I didn't pay water by meter. And that's a struggle. Water is metered. I mean, you walk, you walk into a, to a place, to, to someone's house, to someone's house or without reshoes, you know. And you go to the bathroom, you open the water. Maybe, I'm not saying it's mutter or usur. Sometimes you like, stop. You know, you don't do what I run. You walk into a hallway, and as a shrill, they have to have these buttons. During the day, everything is light. You automatically press the button, electricity goes on. Everything is money. Now, I'm not saying halakhically, maybe this is mutter, maybe this is usur, whatever the case might be. By nature, our hands have glue on them. If a person goes to Hashem's world just without watching himself, he's not going to steal, his hands will stick to his hands all kinds of little gzadas. Here 5 cents, here 10 cents, here 15 cents, here 20 cents. At the end of his life, he'll have a big buchsa, we call it in Hebrew, a big hunk of gzadah. He never wanted to steal. It just stick to him. And what do you do if you have sticky hands? The only way is always to... You know, keep on wiping your hands off, speak, watching your hands, keep on being careful with your hands. The same is true with kashas. A person just lives in the world. Today things are different. My mother's Angazon came to America, that was around 70 years ago. And my grandfather in those days used to say, Yesterday in America, Hosni Zechambech HaKleina Chazer. Has a little Chazer in his, you know, he doesn't need a Chazer, not talking about but it's Chazer. We're talking about people who eat 100% kosher. But you know, you do, you know this is does not 100% hechshen, this is, this is a mashu over here, mashu over here. And through the life, the, you, you go away with a big hazard in your stomach. And the same is true about a lot of things when it comes to the chaveri. Just a little lush and hers, just, you know, just by talking, just natural talking. And just like in the physical world, the only way to keep yourself clean is not by saying, I'm not going to make myself dirty, I'm not going to do averis. You have to keep washing and washing and washing and washing. You have to be always cleansing yourself, always being worried about yourself, always being cleansing yourself. The same way in the, in the spiritual world, the only way for us, we live in an avira, we live in, in an atmosphere. Especially now in modern generation. You, you just, you know, walk through the street, you just see all kinds of ugly things, especially for, for men, the women, is less shy of hirura, but men, you're just walking in the street, if you're not careful, if you're not on the spot, if you're not always cleansing yourself, cleansing yourself, cleansing yourself, cleansing yourself, then a person becomes just pasted to him layers and layers and layers and layers of dirt. Without wanting, without intention, without even thinking about it, without dreaming about it. He has no idea what pastes him. And that's why when Yom Kippur comes, we start our Sersi Meitshuva. And we say, "Nashamnu and a bagadnu and a gazalnu and the banu doifi alchetchatun lefanecho bonus of azachad bebitul terah." We say, "We say alchet alef base twice." Who are we talking about? We're talking about Rishayim. We're talking about. We're talking about everybody. By nature, every one of us has this problem, and the the solution to the problem is, and there's only one solution to the problem. As I said, we always have to be conscious. Of always cleansing ourselves, be careful, always be looking at our hands, looking at our eyes, looking at our minds, always cleansing ourselves, etc., etc., etc. Now, why did Hashem make such a situation? And the answer is, let me stop this issue for a moment, and let me 
describe a different issue, which I think is important to know. We all know that the foundation of our Torah is Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elarikein, Hashem Echod, which is the, the witness of the Jewish people, Chazal called the Shir of the Jewish people, the song of the Jewish people. And every Jewish, every Jewish person, his, his hope and his prayer is that in the moment when he meets with Hashem, he should, he should go out of this world with those, with those beautiful words of Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elarikein, Hashem Echod. Now, this mitzvah is called Kabbalah's Oyom al and the mitzvah of Yichud Hashem. Now, after we say Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echot, then we say Baruch Shem Kavoyit Malchus Lo'ilam Vo'ed. I think you all know we say it quietly. And then we continue out loud, Ve'ohav To'is Hashem Elokecho, V'chol Levovcho, V'chol Nafshecho, V'chol Lo'idecha, and we continue the mitzvah's Krishna, which is the mitzvah's derisive. I think everyone knows that the men are obligated it's a chi of gomer to say Kriyashma twice a day and only in certain times if you say it after today Kriyashma I saw in the thing is, is eight, the first man is 8.37 uh, the second man is 9.11 whatever it is and the same thing for women if they, if they say Kriyashma in time then they have a mitzvah which is greatness and its depth its beauty its riches it's uh, not mechuyiv but uh, <laughs> it's a very good idea if you're going to say Kriyashma anyway say it in time very very good idea now, now, what is this Baruch Shem Kavod Malchus Elam Vayet? Again, in Chumash it says Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad VeOhav Tois Hashem Elokecha B'Chol Avavcha B'Chol Nafshu B'Chol Miyudecha. This is in Parshas Veschan until Vishoarecha. Then in Parshas Ekev is the second Parsha Vohayim Shemoa, and in Parshas Shlach is the third Parsha. Now, this Baruch Shem Kavod Malchus Elam Vayet we say quietly, and this is not mentioned in the Chumash. And everyone knows that the famous words of the Rambam, and the Rambam built this on Chazal, that the Rambam says, Messias We have this Messias, we have this, received this from our, our ancestors. This is a Messias, this is a Kabbalah from father to son, all generations. That before Yaakov Avinu, our, our great father Yaakov was, was dying, he called his twelve sons, who are the foundation of the Jewish people. And he said, Shema Yeshlechem, Mishu Libam Cholakalamokim. Is any, any one of you? Twelve children, you know, twelve children is all different kinds of people. All different kinds of people. Every, every person, every one of those children, like it was a, like a different nation. All kinds of people. Maybe one of you has Libai Cholak Alakodesh Borchu. Maybe in your heart you have something against Hashem. Something against Hashem. It doesn't mean Chazashon. Something against Hashem. Why, why did Hashem do this to me? Why did Hashem give me, you know, maybe, maybe Yisrach says, you know, why, why aren't I like Levi? Why, aren't I, why, why wasn't I born with such Kedusha like Levi? And, and Levi says, why wasn't I born with the money of Zvulun? And Zvulun says, why wasn't I born with the... You know, <laughs> maybe someone is... Something, maybe you have something against Hashem in your heart. This is something very interesting which we have to check our hearts. Maybe something against Hashem, Hashem. Terrible thing to have something against Hashem. And the twelve Shvatim said, Shema Yisrael. Listen, our father Yisrael. His name was Yisrael. Hashem, the creator of the world. The one who is Mahava everything. Adoin Hakol. Elokeinu. He is Hashem Elokeinu. Hashem Echod. He is our Elokeinu. And just like He is your Hashem Echod, He is our Hashem Echod. And all of us are unified in the appreciation and the love of Hashem. That Hashem is our, we have, and we have our hearts are full of only of Ava and of Yira to Hashem. And when our father Yaakov heard that, that, that proclamation, which is so great and so beautiful, so out of out of Hashem he says Baruch Shem Kavod Malchus Lo Ilam Vo'ed. 
Now these words, Baruch Shem Kvod Malchusei Lam Voed, are not written in the Torah, this is the words of Yaakov Avinu. And the Ramah says as follows, Moshe Rabbeinu in his Torah, Hashem in his Torah wrote, Shema Yisrael Shemel Kenu Shemel Chod, Ahavtos Shemel Kech, etc. And Yaakov Avinu said, Baruch Shem Kvod Malchusei Lam Voed. But we don't want to, we don't want to omit the Baruch Shem Kvod Malchusei Lam Voed, because Yaakov Avinu said it. Our Saba Yisrael said it. Our grandfather, our, our elder Yisrael said it. At the same time, it's not part of the Torah. So we say it quietly. That's the Rambam. We say it quietly. Now, <clears throat> in the Nefesh Echayim, he brings a Chazal that says a different reason why we say it quietly. And the Maral says a different reason why we say it quietly. And I will try to enumerate what it says. The Nefesh Echayim says, he brings the Chazal, a Medrash, why do we say Shema Yisrael Hashem Malakein Hashem Echodat Laut? And Baruch Shein Kvod Malchusen we say quietly. So he says, Moshal Lebas Melech Shehericho Tzike Kedera. There was once a princess. Now a princess is a very important person. And when she has a, a meal, so she has important people around her. And you don't, and you don't, you know, there's no, there's no cheap food on, on that table. A princess only, you know, very, very be- beautiful breads and expensive meats. And one time the princess smelled on the bottom of the, of the pot, you know, there's a little piece of meat and a little gravy that, uh, that you know, that, 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 you wipe, that you scrape off the pot that's, that's really delicious. But that's not food for the princess. She smelled that tzike kedera, the bottom, of the, bottom of, the, of the pot. What should we do with this princess? To bring it on the table, she's a princess. It's not respectable. Not to give it to her, she wants it, she's, she, she, she desires it. Her servants brought it to her quietly, in private. This is the marshal of the Chazam. And this is the explanation that Baruch Shein Kavit Malchusein is like Tzikei Kedera. It's like this food, it's not respectable, but it's delicious. So we say it quietly. Now, this needs explanation. And the Nefesh Chaim explains as follows. Shema Yisrael, Hashem Alokein Hashem Echod, is the ultimate truth that Hashem is Echod and Enod Mulvadek. And all of the worlds have no worth, are botel or mevutel, or if it's null and, and, and nothing, in comparison to this Echod. Hashem takes everything and there's nothing besides Hashem. Baruch Shein Kavod Malchusayla means as follows. Let me translate the words. I think it's, in, it's important that every one of you should know the words. Baruch, the word Baruch always means a fountain, a shower. Baruch means it should be opened up a shower. In other words, it should be, it should be, it should be, Sheit Paretz, how do you say it in English? It should, it should break open. Shame, the name. Kavod Malchusay. Now what does name mean? Let me tell you what the word name means. If any one of us would live all by ourselves in a desert island, a few years would go by, you'd forget your name. I don't know myself by name. You know me by name. If my name is Reuven, I never use Reuven. I, never use the, I, I don't use Reuven for myself. I am known by name. Everyone understands? 
Shame means how Hashem is known. Hashem on His own is Hashem. But when Hashem becomes famous in the world, which means Hashem is expressed in the world, and we see Hashem's greatness, that is called shame, the name of Hashem. Kavoid is the same thing, honor. What does honor mean? Honor means as follows. If you have a great tzaddik, and he knows the whole Torah by heart, he's a genius, he's a tzaddik, he's in a Kodesh. And he walks into a base medrash, and he sits in his little corner, and he davens mincha. If people know about him, and people don't know about him, if he's honored or not honored, is there any difference about this tzaddik? He's the same tzaddik. Honor means that what he has inside shows outside. People say, ooh, he's a big tzaddik. So Shem means, again, and Kvoid means, again, the same thing. Baruch means, it should be shower, there should be a shower of Shem Kvoid Malchusoy. That Hashem's name should be honored in the world. That everyone should know Hashem. We should feel Hashem's closeness. It's not after Hashem is Echod. Hashem is Echod, it's wonderful. But, we, but many people don't know the Echod. That Hashem should be famous in the world. Everyone should feel Hashem, appreciate Hashem, love Hashem, fear Hashem, have relationship with Hashem. La'olam vo'ed forever and ever. You know what it means, la'olam vo'ed? It means it should, it should be endless. And endless, by the way, includes even myself. You know what that means? Let me explain what this means. I'm just this apprentice. We ever ensure, you ever say Baruch, you ever say Yehei Shmei Rabbi Mavorach, La'olam Le'olmeil Maya. So something, something very interesting. I'm going to go very slowly here. When you say Shema Yisrael Hashem Wakan Hashem Echod, what do you think when you say Echod? And it says it's we're supposed to think. Seven heavens and the world, which is the Ches. And Dalit, Aleph means Hashem is one. The seven heavens and the world. And four Ruches Hashemayim, which means all the world. And many times we think Hashem is one. He compares everything, the whole world, all the heavens, besides little me. What's about me? Sometimes we forget that we're also part of the world. That's, that's, that's sometimes most important. When we say Echol, we have to remember Baruch Hu takes everything and also myself to include yourself in the Echol. And when you say Le'olam Le'olmei Olmei means forever and ever and ever means without end, including myself. Including myself, that I should feel Hashem's presence. And that is the that is Baruch Shem Kvod Malchusoylomvod. In other words, when we say Shema Yisrael Hashem Achshem Akenu Hashem Echod, this is the ultimate truth that Einoid Mulvadoi. There's only Hashem. Baruch Shem Kvod Malchusoylomvod that Hashem's Malucha, that Hashem's power should be expressed and known and felt by everybody. All right. What is more important? What is the greatest shvach to Hashem? Shema Yisrael Baruch Shem Kavod Malchus Elam Vod. Shema Yisrael. Why? Because Shema Yisrael is the ultimate truth. Baruch Shem Kavod Malchus Elam says, it's like saying, the king is a king of a hundred billion ants. What's so great about that? Hashem is advertising the whole world. That's Hashem's greatness that everyone knows Hashem. It's just, it's, the whole world is nothing in comparison to Hashem. That's what's called Tzikei Kedera. It's like at the bottom of the pot, but it's delicious. It's delicious. That's what we want. So on one hand, it's not respectable for Hashem. Hashem is the king of the world. What's the whole world? There's nothing to Hashem. On the other hand, it's so important to us and to Hashem. 
So we say it quietly. This is the explanation of the Nefesh Chaim. Alright? So here we have two explanations why we say Baruch Shein Kvod Malchus quietly. The first explanation was the Rambam. And the Rambam says that since Yaakov Avinu said it, we say it. Since the Chumash did not write it, so we don't say it. So how do we do? We make a pshara. And the pshara is we say it quietly. The second explanation was, this is called Tzikei Kedira. This is delicious, but it's not respectable. It's not respectable because respectable says, Echod! That's Kovod Hashem. But that Hashem is, is famous in the world? What's so great about that? But it's delicious. It's most important. And therefore, we say it quietly. Alright? Third explanation is the Maharal. Maharal says as follows. He says, Shema Yisroel Hashem Elokein Hashem Echod is wonderful. But Baruch Shem Kavoyed Malchus Elanom Vo'et is so great and so deep that there is no way we can exclaim it and we can express it in this world. And we have to say it quietly. It's just too big for the world to hear. It's like a First sight we think the morale contradicts the Nefesh HaChaim. But it's exactly the same thing. This Baruch Shein Kvod Malchus is not as respectable as Shema Yisrael, but it's so precious. Because the truth that Hashem is Echod. Well, for sure Hashem is Echod. Hashem is, is greatness, but that's... But how precious is this when we know that Hashem is Echod? When we feel Hashem is Echod. This is what is great, what is precious. So therefore the Nefesh that he says it's Sikhe Kedera and the Raral, let us put it together one and the same. I don't want to complicate you people. I just want to continue. Now what I want to add to all this array, everything I described to was as follows. Why really does not Baruch Shein Kvod Malchus say in the Chumash? This is Yaakov Avinu's exclamation. Why does it say in the Chumash? And the answer is as follows. The answer is as follows. The truth of Shema Yisrael Hashem Elkein Hashem Echot. This truth was Atu Achla Nivrohilam Atu Mish Nivrohilam. Before the world was created and now it will always be like that. Hashem is everything. Baruch Shem Kavod Malchus Elam Who creates this, this fame of Hashem? That is our contribution. Right? Now, if the Torah would say a mitzvah, if the Torah would say, it says in Pasuk, V'dibar Tabam, you should say the Kriyat Shema every morning and every evening. The Torah would say, I command you to say Kriyat Shema. And the Kriyat Shema would include, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokein Hashem Echad, Baruch Shein Kvayt Malchus Elam Vod, Ve'ohav Tos Hashem Elokecha B'chol Levav B'chol Nafsha B'chol Ma'idecha. The Shema Yisrael would be beautiful, and the Ve'ohav Tov would be beautiful. But the Baruch Shein Kvayt Malchus would be would losing the point. I don't know how to describe this to you. Let me try to explain this. When Hashem gave the Torah to the Jewish people, Hashem asked the Jewish people, do you want the Torah? Hashem asked the Goyim, do you want the Torah? What do you mean Hashem asked the Goyim, you want the Torah? What do you mean? You have to ask if they want the Torah? You're the boss. Let me ask you a different marshal. When a man marries a woman, who's the boss of the house? Let's not talk politics here. Let's talk the Torah. The Torah says, Bohu Yim Shal Boch. 
And he is your boss. Who Yimshal Bachi rules on you. Alright? Imagine a man walks over to a lady in the street and says, are you, are you Jewish? Yes. Are you religious? Yes. You keep the Torah? Yes. The Torah says, Who Yimshal Bach? And I decided, you're my wife, take a ring, and this is yours. You're my wife. Can you do that? No. No. You can't do that. You know why? Because getting married is a creases bris. And a creases bris has to come from both sides. If they were married, then you can rule on me. But the first connection has to come from my part. If Hashem goes tells the Jewish people, I want you to keep the Torah. We're missing the whole point. Matan Torah is called Yeshekenim and Yeshikos Piyu. Could you imagine you walk over to someone with a gun and says, you give that guy a kiss or else I'm going to kill you. Ochen vei to that kiss. Oyevei to that kiss. A kiss has to come from your own heart. That's what a kiss is. That's what love is. So when Hashem gave us a Torah, Hashem says, do you want the Torah? And the Goyim says, we don't want the Torah. Hashem says, I could force you, Shev B'Sez B'nei Noyach. I command you not to kill, not to steal, not to Erev Menachai, all Shev B'nei Noyach, but the Torah, which is, which, is, which is a bris, which is a relationship to Hashem, this Hashem cannot force on us because it has to come from our part. Now Hashem says, every Jew has to proclaim Yichud Hashem. So there's two parts. There's one part that Hashem commands us, and there's a second part that has to come from us. It must come from us. And that is why Hashem says, I command you to say, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Olokeinu, Hashem Echod, V'ohavtos Hashem Olokecha, V'chol Levod, V'chol Nafshech, V'chol Moidecho. And the Jewish people, starting from our father Yaakov, we, on our part, put it our part, Baruch Shein Kavod Malchus Oilelom Bo'et. It has to come from us. It can't say in the Torah. We can't have a, a commandment to say it. It's our part. It's our, our kiss to Hashem. Our, our show of appreciation. What is greater? The Shema Yisrael or the Baruch Shem? The Shema Yisrael. What's more delicious? The Baruch Shem. The Shema Yisrael is Hashem words. The Baruch Shem is our words. What's more respectable? Hashem's words. What's more delicious? Our words. Baruch Shein Kavod Malchus Elam And together, that's called Kabbalah Soyom Malchus Shemayim. We say the ultimate truth which Hashem taught us, Shema Yisrael Hashem Akein Hashem Echod. And we in our part, it doesn't say in the Torah, Yankov Vinu taught it to us, and we say it, we continue by saying it. And what did Yankov Vinu say? When did even he say it? When all the Shvatim said, that Eli, we, are, we, we love Hashem, we want to be close to Hashem. And then Yaakov said these words, Baruch Shem, that Hashem should be expressed in the world. Shem, have a name in the world. Kvoid, should have honor in the world. This is our participation. This is our contribution. This is our Yichud. And together this is the beautiful Shema Yisrael Hashem HaKadoshem Echad. And that is how Yiddishkeit is built. Yiddishkeit is built that there has to be two, two involved. Just like those Kruvim. Remember the Kruvim? So, so they both moved. It's not that we, you know, we were stationed or assembly stationed, one was moving. Both were moving. Both were moving. Hashem moves and we move. Hashem said, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Akar, Hashem Echod. And we say, Baruch Shem Kavod Malchus And this is the foundation of the whole Torah. 
If Hashem would set us up in a situation that Hashem would tell us, don't steal. Don't steal. And I take my hands and I fold them and I say, I'm not going to steal. It would be very beautiful. We'd be missing the whole point. Hashem tied up our hands. You know what Hashem did? He says, don't steal. And we create a situation. Our hands are full of glue. You just walk around the world, you know, just with hands. <laughs> it sticks all kinds of excitus. We in our part have to give our contribution, always washing off our hands, being careful. Being careful, keeping ourselves holy, keeping ourselves clean. That's our contribution. Just like I started in the physical world. You know, don't get yourself dirty. It's not enough to get yourself dirty. Keep on washing yourself. Keep on washing yourself. Keep on keeping yourself clean. The same thing, everything, every mitzvah Hashem does. And when Hashem puts us into an atmosphere, and Hashem says, don't do a various. It's not enough not to do a various. Just by living in an atmosphere of tumah, especially in our generation, even if you don't do a various, it'll seep in on you. You'll absorb it. You have to cleanse yourself and cleanse yourself and keep yourself clean and watch yourself. Always be on the alert. Why? Because that is our contribution. If that wouldn't be the situation, we would just sit like dummies. And we don't go against Hashem. And we keep Hashem's commandment. And we're not part of the picture. And the most beautiful part of the picture, the most delicious part of the picture, not the most beautiful part of the picture, the most delicious part of the picture will be missing. So therefore Hashem gave a situation called Avira the Eretz it's an atmosphere that if you just walk, you want to be a tzaddik, you do any area. You just walk and live in this, this, this world, you will become absorbed with all the various in the Torah. And it's very interesting, that's why the mitzvahs, when Hashem describes the mitzvahs, there's two categories to mitzvahs. Mitzvahs ase or mitzvahs loisase. The positive commandments and the negative commandments. Mitzvahs ase is to keep Shabbos, to eat, to, to uh, make a mezuzah, right? To listen to Shoifer, eat matzah. Mitzvah Sloisaseh is not to eat chazer, not to kill, not to rob, etc. How does the Torah, the overall world for Mitzvah Saseh, I think you all know, Mitzvah Saseh is Zohar. Shabbos is the color of all the Torah. I don't want to go into this, but that's the f- fact. By Shabbos it says, in the first Dibris it says, Zohar Asayim HaShabbos. The second Dibris it says, Shomer Asayim HaShabbos. And the Rafashim tell us, Zohar is Mitzvah Saseh, and Shomer is Mitzvah Saseh. It doesn't say, Asay, do or not do. Zohar means, keep on remembering. You know what means to remember? By nature you forget. By nature you forget. I want to tell you people, I don't know how much you people know this, but all the mitzvahs, if you just go in, Let's say, let's talk about the mitzvah of Lulav. Did you ever see Erev Sukkis? You have a person, not a Talmud Chochem. Erev Sukkis, they have the all week, week, two weeks before. And Erev Sukkis, all the Balabatim, they come out of the works and it's Israel, even without Yamukach. And they go by Arba Minim. They buy a set, a set. Now, a fellow like, like one of us sitting here, we pay for an Esri $100. And he pays, you know, 25 shekel for a set. <laughs> the Esrik itself costs $100. The Lulav itself costs $35. The Dasmin could also cost $90. The Rebels we, we, we get for free, alright? Today the Rebels also costs $2, $3. So the whole business costs you $200, $300. And this guy buys a set. He looks like a crazy. Hashem said to buy, Look after Priyat's holy, we tomorrow. 
He buys a set. It costs him $10 a set. He gets an esrog and a lulav and a dasim and a ravas and he gets a keshikal also. For free he gets it. My dear friends, I want to tell you, 99% it wasn't kosher. You can't just go in and buy a mitzvah. Zohar! You have to emphasize the mitzvah. Hashem says to buy a lulav, but it's not easy to buy a kosher lulav. A kosher esrog is not so simple. Kosher hadasim is not so simple. The same as Mrs. Loisa said. Hashem says, don't eat chazer. Don't eat chazer. So what do you do? You buy a box of candy. And I ask you people, ladies, did you ever see a pig jump out of a box of candy? This box of candy, how would a pig ever come into here? It's probably kosher. It's probably kosher. Shomor, be careful. If you're not careful, then through your life you'll have a glass of chazer in your stomach. Shomors, yeah, Mashabos. Tishmors, Brisi. Why did Hashem set up such a situation? Hashem gave us the commandments, but we have to put our participation. And that is the concept of Avira. Really, our discussion was supposed to be Avira Deir Israel. And I threw it to Avira Deir Samim. Well, because I'm right now in Amirat Samim, so I, I, went, you know, I left Eretz Israel for Eretz Israel. I went to Eretz Samim. We have to know that if we live in a life, and if we would just, you know, take our children, send them to Cheder, send our daughters to Besyakov, keep a normal Jewish life, just, you know, without straining ourselves, just by, just by the nature, things today, Baruch Hashem, are so beautiful. We are open for all dangers. We have no idea what surprises we're going to have. The first thing is tefillah. Always beg Hashem. Always beg Hashem. For ourselves, for our families. Always be shami, be worried. Always beg Hashem, save us from the Yitzhahar. Save us from Mikhshoilis. Save us from bad, evil influences. The person looks at himself, well, who's going to influence on me? I'm not afraid. Sometimes, you know, you go to a certain store, you know, buy something. Ah, it's not going to influence me. Avira. The atmosphere is a bushum de koyach. The Ram says, Ram says, Teva ha'odom. It's a nature of a person that he is pulled in the surroundings. You know what nature means? You ever go to a hospital and say, you can't go over this quarantine. Why? There's a very contagious disease. No, it's not going to harm me. What do you mean it's not going to harm you? You're not going to go against nature. You get up in the morning and you take the sun. You ever see the sun come up in the Mizrach, in the east? Tie the sun down. You're not going to tie the sun down. The sun is the, the nature. You're not going to go against nature. Nature is Hashem. A contagious disease is not going to harm me. It's going to harm you. The same thing when it comes to Ruchnius. Hashem sent us a situation, such thing called Avira. And we always have to cleanse ourselves, just like every morning you have to wash your hands. You have to ask Hashem, please Hashem, save me from the Yitzhahara, v'sein belibbeinu, lahovinu lahaskil, l'shmoa, l'ilmodu lalamed, and eslach l'onovinu kichatonu, hashivein ovinu l'sereseha, please Hashem bring us back in tshuva, Every morning, every evening, every night. Why so much? What am I with such terrible people? The Territ says, Avira. There's an atmosphere. And this atmosphere penetrates. Why did Hashem create such an atmosphere? Because Hashem wanted us to be part of the picture. If there wouldn't be an atmosphere, we could sit ourselves down in our corner and we could live a, you know, just, just, just a natural life. I live in a good section. I have good neighbors. I send my children to Cheder. And everything will be alright. 
I don't have to <coughs> really be Oymel HaMishmar. Chas Vishon, a person does that, he is open to every danger in the world. Every danger in the world. What I have to do? Always be Oymel HaMishmar. Always be careful. Always be worried. Ashrei Odom Afachei Tomit. Always be worried and always daven. You ladies say, Birchus HaTorah in the morning, I once saw from Big Tzaddik, every time you say Vetzayat Tzoreinu, Vetzayat Tzayam Chobes Yisrael, mention your children's name. And if you don't have children, mention someone's name, someone that needs help. And if you have children, mention your children's name. Every single morning, Vetzayat Tzoreinu, you have to mention by, by mouth, because now they're mafsik. Think for a moment. Vetzayat Tzoreinu, my children, daven for your children. We don't daven for our children. What have a daven for? Baruch Hashem, Agatim Chayder. He says, little, little five-year-old has longer peolach, he goes to Cheder, he comes back with such a beautiful sheet, he's so wonderful, Baruch Hashem, what's Tavach davening? Chas Vashon, we have to wait till we see, you know, we start staying red, Chas Vashon, to start davening. Avir, we live in an atmosphere which the only way to go through this world is always, always washing and cleansing and being careful. Zohar Vishomor. And why did Hashem make that? Because Hashem wants us to be Lebedek Yidin, wants us to be living Jews. If we're not living, if we're just, you know, just stable, in a dead situation, if we're not living, then, 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 then we're open to all dangers. And let me just conclude one, one, one thing. <clears throat> I mentioned this many times, I think I spoke here about it, I think those who hear my speeches, I speak about it a lot, the end of a hundred brachas. The end of a hundred brachas. It's a terrible thing how we make brachas. You have to get used to making a bracha. I saw Medrash Tanchumim. If when you go home, if you want to see it, you can look it up. It's the last Medrash Tanchumim in the Chumash. It says these words. I think you all know the famous words. Tzadikim af b'misosim kuriim chaim. Rishoyim af b'chayim kuriim mesim. Rishoyim as even when they're living, they're really dead. Tzadikim chazeshalom when they die, they're always called living. Now, when we would translate this, we would say, Pashit, Rishoyim, Afbimisosam, Afbechayim Kurimisam. Why are they dead? Because they don't have real life. There's nothing real about them. They're not, they're not really living. They're just, you know, they're, they're like an animal. If I'd be an animal, I'd become living, I'd be dead. Very interesting, the Major says as follows. The Major talks talk on the post of Yom Hashem Moshe. And he says, Moshe Beno died, Moshe Beno didn't die. Tzadikim, Afbimisosam, Kurim Chaim. She says, Rishoyim Afbechayim Kriyim Mason. She says, Velomo. I'm quoting the Medrash. Velomo. Why are they dead? He says, Ro'o. Ro'ye. They see Chamoz Arachas. They see the sun coming up. Ve'enoi Mevarech. Yetzir Hamoiris. Ro'o. Chamoz Shekas. They see the sun coming down. Ve'enoi Mevarech. Marev Arovim. Oichlem Veshoisim. That's the Medrash. The Medrash translates in such simple language. It says, they're dead. You know what I mean? Someone who's dead. Imagine, I know what to bring the mushroom. Imagine in front of all, let's say, let's say, uh, you see this room? Right now, we're all in the room. Let's say, Mrs. Gatli would come and take, take a face, a hammer, and give a zetz on, on the ceiling, and she'd have some kind of a, 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 a genius patent, and out of the ceiling would come a big, beautiful, crystal chandelier of 200 <laughs> what would you say wow you know what is that you know what if someone just you know, you know doesn't even move he's dead 
Right? You get up in the morning, the sun comes up. How come you don't come with sugar? Baruch HaToshem Yitzhah Oiris. If you don't get excited, it means you're dead. That's what the measure says. You, 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 you go to the store, you see a tangerine, you see an orange. You know what? An orange is very precious. My mama told me an orange is good. It has vitamin C. It's against colds. So you know what Hashem did with this orange? Hashem gives a wonderful present. You know, when you get a present, so how could you know if it's a wonderful present when there's a gift wrapping? This orange comes with four gift wrappings. Let me tell you how. First is a big, beautiful orange gift wrapping on the, bottom, on the top. Under that is a white wrapping. And every section has its own wrapping, all right? And in the sections, those little, little particles has their own wrapping. You, 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 put, you put it between your teeth and it squirts into your mouth. Isn't that delicious? That vitamin C has four gift wrappings. It's precious. Hashem wrapped it up and wrapped it up for you to enjoy. How come you don't go bananas? That's called Rishayim. They're dead. Your heart is like a piece of stone. You go to the store. Go to the store, the grocery store. You're looking for, you're looking for some candy for the children. You go sugar. you have to pick out of 600 different candies. All with a good hechshir. This or that, all kinds of different chocolates, all kinds of different bagels, all kinds of different breads, all kinds of different cheeses, all kinds of... Or fruit store. How come we don't get excited? And that's the answer. The answer is, if we will live a world, just a dead world, we're not Jewish. And that's why Hashem said, I'll tell you the truth, but you have to add. I say, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokein Hashem Echad. And you say, Baruch Shem Koyim Al-Chusay I'll give you the orange, and you make the bracha. And this is our part. If we don't make the bracha, we just live, live in Hashem's world. The avira, the avira of the world will just cave in on us. This is our world. The day will come, and the of our mitzvahs that we're doing today, we'll rebuild the base Hamikdash, and then there'll be avir there in Israel. Hashem will bring us to a situation that the avir itself will be so full of kedusha, it'll just cave in on us. We'll have love for Hashem. But how do we zechet avir there in Israel? First, you have to go to avir there in Like it says in Pesach, vayi ere vayi voiker. First comes darkness. First, you have to go through Golis America, Golis Barapak, and live all through the the, the avir of, of tumah. And keep on washing yourself and diving to Hashem and watching yourself and watching the children and praying to Hashem and being careful and worrying and making those brachas and being excited with Hashem's Kedusha, which is our part. And then the day will come, Hashem will bring us to the there to Israel, and that will be Machim, then we'll have, then we'll have the Seichel to see the, the ultimate truth, how Hashem is Echod, Echod. And thank you for listening, and excuse me for being so long, and Hashem should give us everything good.